Chapter Thirteen of Part One of the Lives of the Three Mrs. Judsons by Arabella M. Wilson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Mrs. Judson's arrival in America, influence of her visit, hostile opinions, her person and manners, extracts from her letters. In the meanwhile, events of some interest were transpiring in Burma in consequence of the persecution against Mong Shuangong which had obliged him to flee for his life and the new vigilance of priests and officers in respect to converts the inquirers withdrew altogether from the mission-house and mr judson was obliged to close the zayat and suspend public preaching on the sabbath though still the converts visited him privately for instruction and consolation mr j s solitary condition was however soon relieved by the arrival of dr and mrs price who came to share his labors among the heathen and also by the return of mr and mrs hugh from serampore bringing with them the printing press whose absence had occasioned no small delay and inconvenience to mr judson in his labors on the twenty fifth of september eighteen twenty two mrs j arrived in america her feelings on revisiting her native land were best learned from a letter to mr judson's parents dated september twenty seventh with mingled sensations of joy and sorrow i address a few lines to the parents of my beloved husband joy that i once more find myself in my own native country and with the prospect of meeting with loved relatives and friends sorrow that he who has been a participator in all my concerns for the last ten years is not now at hand to partake with me in the joyful anticipations of meeting those he so much loves i left liverpool on the sixteenth of august and arrived at new york harbor day before yesterday on account of the prevalence of yellow fever prudence forbade my landing accordingly i embarked on board the steamboat for this place where i arrived a few hours ago it was my intention to pass a week in philadelphia and then go to providence and thence to you in woburn as it would be on my way to bradford where i shall spend the winter but dr stoughton wishes me to go to washington which will detain me in this part of the country a week longer however i hope to be with you in a fortnight from this time my health is much improved since i left england and i begin to hope the disorder is entirely eradicated of this visit of mrs judson to america professor gamel remarks in general as follows her visit to the united states forms an epoch of no inconsiderable importance in the progress of interest in missions among the churches of various denominations in this country she visited several of the leading cities of the union met a large number of associations of ladies attended the session of the triennial convention at washington and in a multitude of social circles alike in the south and in the north recited the thrilling narrative of what she had seen and experienced during the eventful years in which she had dwelt in a heathen land but relaxation and travelling for health and interviews with religious friends were not her only occupation in her retirement in addition to maintaining an extensive correspondence she found time to prepare the history of the mission in burma which was published in her name in a series of letters addressed to mr butterworth the gentleman beneath whose roof she had been a guest during her residence in england these records which were principally compiled from documents which had been published before contained the first continuous account of the burman mission ever given to the public the work was widely read in england and america and received the favorable notice of several of the leading organs of public criticism 
the influence which she exerted in favor of the cause of missions during her brief residence of eight or nine months in the united states it is hardly possible now to estimate she enlisted more fully in the cause not a few leading minds who have since rendered it signal service both by eloquent vindications and by judicious counsels and by the appeals which she addressed to christians of her own sex and her fervid conversations with persons of all classes and denominations in america as well as by the views which she submitted to the managers of the mission a new zeal for its persecution was everywhere created and the missionary enterprise instead of being regarded with doubt and misgiving as it had been by many even among christians began to be understood in its higher relations to all the hopes of man and to be contemplated in its true grandeur and ennobling moral dignity such is the opinion of her visit expressed by an elegant and enlightened scholar now that more than a quarter of a century has passed bringing triumph to the missionary cause and honor to its first founders and advocates but such we regret to say was not the universal sentiment of her contemporaries many persons well remember the unfounded stories put in circulation respecting her by some whose motives we will not inquire into as they would scarcely bear investigation in regard to her actions her intentions and even her apparel as her biographer remarks in introducing some of her letters at this period it was said that her health was not seriously impaired and that she visited the south with a view to excite attention and applause to persons who would put forth or circulate such calumnies a perusal of her letters in which she utters her feelings to her friends without reserve will it is hoped minister a rebuke sufficiently severe to awaken shame and penitence and to those who may unwarily have been led to form unfavorable opinions respecting mrs judson we cannot doubt that these letters will afford welcome evidence of her modest and amiable disposition consistent and exemplary demeanor ardent piety and steady irrepressible devotion to the interests of the mission the persons and manners of mrs judson at this time were according to the testimony of some who will recollect her engaging and attractive in no common degree her sweet and ready smile her dark expressive eye the animation and sprightliness of her conversation and her refined taste and manners made her a favorite in all circles her dress for which she was indebted to the liberality of british friends was more rich and showy than she would have chosen for herself and as has been said excited unkind remarks from some who did not care to investigate her reasons for wearing it elegant as it was said to be it was certainly far better she should wear it even at the risk of seeming inconsistency than to put her friends to the expense of other and plainer clothing as to the imputation that she preferred the eclat of life in a southern city to the retirement of her new england home it is sufficient to answer that a constitution relaxed and enfeebled by ten years residence in a tropical climate was ill-fitted to bear the rigors of a new england winter and as her whole object in her visit was the restoration of her health she conceived it her duty to choose such a place of sojourn as should seem most favorable to it after a stay of six weeks with her parents in bradford mrs j found it necessary to seek a milder climate and was advised to try that of baltimore she had a pleasant journey to that city stopping one day with friends in new york and arrived there on the fifth of december 
From her letters written about this time we proceed to give some extracts. My journey to this place was pleasant, though fatiguing. I passed one night only in New York, and spent a most pleasant evening in the society of a large party of good people who were collected for the purpose of prayer. Many fervent petitions were presented in behalf of the perishing Burmans, and the little church established in that country. It was an evening to me full of interest, but I found at the conclusion that my strength was quite exhausted, and I began to fear whether I should be able to continue my journey. How much of heaven might Christians enjoy, even here on earth, if they would keep in view what ought to be their great object in life? if they would but make the enjoyment of god their main pursuit how much more consistent their profession would be with their conduct how much more useful their lives and how much more rapidly they would ripen for eternal glory christians do not sufficiently assist one another in their spiritual walk they are not enough in the habit of conversing familiarly and affectionately on the state of each other's souls and kindly encouraging each other to preserve and get near to heaven one degree of grace attained in this world is worth more than every earthly enjoyment i ought to mention that i found much of the true missionary spirit existing in new york i began this letter some days ago but a violent cold has prevented my finishing it i am very thankful that i am no farther north than baltimore for i feel confident the cold would soon destroy me i have not been out of the house since i arrived and hardly out of my chamber my health is certainly better than when I left Boston, though I have a heavy cold and some cough. What can be done to excite a missionary spirit in this country? I dare not engage in the subject till I am better. It would take up my whole soul and retard my recovery. A little while, and we are in eternity. Before we find ourselves there, let us do much for Christ. End of chapter 13